Step right up, ladies and gentlemen. We got two lively old men here. We got lots of shit to talk about. You know, like music, hot women. You know, like anything we can think of. So you best listen up. Many a long, long, long years ago, I met this deadhead hippie down at Nabisco. Now he is one of the coolest dudes that I know. Then one day he asked me to be on his lively old man show. I wasn't sure if that was something that I wanted to pursue. All right. Yeah, I guess I'm ready. All right, well, it's been a while, but welcome to Two Lively Old Men. Uh, my name is Eric. As you know, my uh, partner in crime is named Derek. Yes, that is me. We are back. It's been a few months. We've had a lot of shit going on, so a little hiatus. Yeah, I didn't think we'd ever get together, but uh, wow, here we are, man. Vacation time happened. Yeah, medical issues happen. Family talk- bullshit happened, you know, just regular stuff. My goal is to take the whole summer off, and I'm on my way. <laughs> so I was gone for two weeks on vacation over in Europe. Come Thought the whole time Derek was working. Come back, found out from talking to guys at work, because Derek wasn't there the day I got back. I'm like, where's Derek? They're like, oh, he hasn't been here most of the time you've been gone. <laughs> <laughs> I just wasn't there. <laughs> so he took a vacation at the same time. He just wasn't in Europe, physically. Uh, yeah, uh, Eric went to Europe again. Second year in a row. How was that trip again? Uh, It was even better than the first time. Really? Yeah. So uh, most of it was spent in Portugal. Portugal is wonderful. I would highly recommend that to anybody who wants to go over to Europe and check out. It just, we saw the big cities of Portugal, like Lisbon, which is a big city. And then we got to see the small little villages. There is no, like... Uh, supermarket chain stores or any big clothing stores. It's all mama pop shit. And some of it's out of their house. When you're walking through these villages, they got, they're selling food and, and clothing and things that they make with their friends. And yeah, I it was wish, pretty cool. I like that. I wish that's the way it was still because, you know, uh, these big corporations, I mean, they suck shit. It was cool also because the prices weren't, it was like, yeah, I'll, I'll give me five euro for that. That's pretty good. So, whereas at the store here, it would cost me 25 bucks. That's neat. It's like, really? Yeah, I'll give you that. So, and you're giving it some some mom and pop there, you know. Yeah, somebody making a living. Yeah. So, that was pretty cool. Uh, we spent six nights in southern Portugal as well, and that was at an all-inclusive resort. So, you pay for everything up front, and you don't have to pay another penny again unless you want to do something specific, you know. Otherwise, but the resort is already paid for. Nice rooms. Um, there was constant food. I haven't eaten like that in years. I'm surprised I'm at 300 pounds now. Uh, all the booze you want to drink. I just had a wristband on your hand. As soon as they saw that wristband, okay, yeah, you get this. There's a list of free booze over here for you. Choose from the list. Wow. So we drank a lot of booze. That's it was a group of three families total. Um, and so that was a total of 18 people that were in our group now we didn't all do everything together constantly we'd split up into the different families and do stuff too but the pool at the uh the resort was the main congregating place we'd uh-huh. stake out a bunch of uh 
the umbrellas and the and the lace the, ch the lounge chairs excuse me and just camp out at the pool and go you know what i need another drink anybody else need one get up come back with five drinks in your hand pass them out 10 minutes later someone's like oh i need a drink you want one yeah come back with another five drinks in their hand that's awesome was it warm there oh yeah it was right 80 75 85 somewhere in that vicinity the whole time Perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, wow. and we were at, there. wasn't on the beach, but the beach was like a five-minute Uber ride. So it cost you like again five bucks. So what kind of music would you hear playing around? So a lot of the music over there was, um, uh, I would call it dance music, hip hop, electronica type stuff, for the most part. Um, and of course, a lot of it was uh, in languages I don't understand. Sure. But, <laughs> but still, um, I did run across a place in a village. I think I showed you a picture of it. Uh, we were walking through a village, checking out the little shops and stopped at a little area to, to rest because all the walking we were doing. And I just took a few more steps forward going, what's that place right up on the corner? It was, an old, it was a bar. I looked inside the bar and along the walls were silhouettes of all the famous rock and roll artists of our time that the owner had painted on the walls. And it was all like in black and white too. So it was really cool looking all along all the walls through the whole thing. You had Janis Joplin, you had Jimi Hendrix, you had Johnny Cash, you had Elvis Presley, you, you had uh, Ozzy Osbourne, John Lennon. Anybody you basically think of was up on that wall. Wow, that's yeah, really Freddie, cool. Yeah, uh, it was amazing. Music makes its rounds around the world, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, and they were actually playing rock music in this a bar. So that's part of why I said, okay, well, we're all stopping here having a drink. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Let's listen to some good music for about an hour. Seems like the most, you know, famous people here are the most famous people there. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So I walked up to the guy that was there working. I didn't know if he was the owner or what, but I found out he was the owner. I told him, hey, this is cool vibe. I like what you got going here. And he goes, I said something about the paintings. He goes, oh, yeah, I've been painting those one by one. I'm like, wow, really? He goes, yeah. Yeah, just one by one across the board as we go. He goes, but um, I got another one of mine, so I want to know what you think. Like, all right, because I was thinking he was missing Paul Rogers, you know, my favorite vocalist. So yes. Paul Rogers wasn't on the wall, so I was going to, you know, let him know Paul Rogers. And I did. He goes, we just had a, a famous artist die. I should feel like I should put the artist on the wall somewhere. Like, all right. He goes, it's going to be a pair of legs. A uh, pair of legs? Go, he goes, yeah, Tina Turner. I go, yeah, Tina, perfect. She does belong. Yes, so he was going to put her up there at some point. Yeah, thought that was pretty cool. Not many people are thinking of Paul Rogers for some reason. I don't get it. I don't know. But yeah, he wasn't up there. You know who also isn't in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that I uh, noticed is, is uh, Mick Ronson. He's the guitar player for David Bowie back in the early days. And I wouldn't know why he wouldn't be in there. He played uh, for David Bowie, played for uh, Ian Hunter, and um, he was a great guitar player. And David Bowie said he wouldn't have been who he is without that guitar player. Right. And if you notice, he's always singing with David Bowie, so he's got a good voice, too. He sings the backup. And I just think uh, Mick Ronson deserves to be on there. Put that on your list that you now is like 100 people, I think. I know. <laughs> We could probably find a good hunter to take out of there, too. So um, you communicated with people fine over there, huh? No problem. Most well, I, unless I wanted to pay a, a large fee through my phone company, it had to be through social media. 
and only if I had a Wi-Fi somewhere. So oh. we would have Wi-Fi like at where we were staying. No, I mean when you talk to people. Like... Oh, oh, I see. I think I meant from over people over here. Uh, most people over there speak spoke English somewhat or enough anyway. To, to understand what you're saying for the most part. They may not be able to speak it back as well, so sometimes you're wondering what they were trying to say, but they were very patient trying to get their point across to you, so. Can you, like, imitate an accent, like, say something like, um, the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plains and with an accent, Portugal? Can I do that? Yeah. No. No? <laughs> no. Darn it. What do they sound like? Like Portuguese, huh? That's weird. You don't really, we didn't really hear it that much. As soon as they realized you're American, it was all English or American, whatever. That's as soon as they realized that, and it was pretty obvious we were. So there are a lot of American tourists. Yeah, yeah, we ran across quite a few, but we ran across. It was kind of like going to Amsterdam. We ran across people from all these countries because the countries are all so close together there. I went golfing on a golf course with my son-in-law, and the couple we golfed with for our foursome, they're from Switzerland. So it was cool to be go hanging out with someone for about three and a half, four hours on a golf course from Switzerland talking about shit. I know. That's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So, And, and there are some things we would say that they wouldn't understand, but we get it all figured out. Or they'd say we don't understand, but we get it all figured out. It was pretty cool. I like it. I like it. People just understand people by the way they... Society's different over there. Where I've been so far, the different areas I've been to, society's different. They don't, they're not like where we are here at all. Yeah. And maybe I've been lucky and run across the right people. I don't know. But I've been to enough now to think that I've got a pretty good vibe for how it is over there. It's so neat how the music connects everywhere. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Well, the, uh, the pool where we were at, they had music playing there constantly. They had a, a, and it was, you know, I... One night they were doing an entertainment thing, and before the entertainment thing happened, they had music playing, right? And there was a mix mashup type thing going, and all of a sudden I hear Bon Jovi singing. I'm like, whoa, living on a prayer? That's weird in the middle of this. And then boom, it went back into whatever it was doing again. I'm like, whoa, that was odd. Hearing Bon Jovi in the middle of all this. <laughs> <laughs> Little variety there. Yeah, that kind of caught me off guard. I was kind of just lounging my eyes closed when all this nice all of a sudden. What the hell? Bon Jovi. The guy who programs us says, we'll put one every once in a while for the American. <laughs> you know? Well, the younger Americans, they are, you know, the, our kids and grandkids, they didn't bother them to have that stuff at all. I wouldn't say it bothered me. It was nice having, it gave it a good vibe again. So That is so cool. <clears throat> That's good. Do you feel refreshed and ready to go back to work? Um, that is a never on that part. I'm never ready to go back to work. <laughs> I'm not either. Okay, so anyway, it's been a while since I got, since we got together, and uh, I got a lot of old shit, but I might as well get it out anyway, since I wrote it down, and since we already got started on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and that's all over with now. This year. This year, and it was a, it was a shit fest, is what I call it. It's um, become kind of normal now. I think the only good person who made it out of there was Rage Against the Machine. And did they even make it? I'm not even sure. Pat Benatar did. Pat Benatar? Yeah. Oh, I thought she made it last year. Well, I could I could have the years wrong. You might be right. So. <laughs> I don't know. It's been so long since we got together. Maybe it was last year. Judas Priest made it in. Um, this year? Well, again, I could be wrong on the years. <laughs> I don't think they made it in this year. I think the list of people who made it in this year 
are uh, uh, Kate Bush, Cheryl Crow, Missy Elliott, George Michaels, Willie Nelson, Rage Against the Machine, and The Spinners. Willie, that's right. I believe that's the correct list, but I could be wrong because it's been so long and I wrote this down and I can't even remember writing it down. Well, you know, and the funny thing is about the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame now is I used to know most people that are being on the list of being considered. Yes. Now there is at least half a list. I'm like, who the hell is this? Or that's not rock and roll music at all. Right. What the hell are they doing on this list? Exactly. <laughs> so. I mean, I listen to all the music. <laughs> and, uh. I mean, it was awful. <laughs> I mean, I listened to a tribe called Quest. It's a rap group, and I don't. I'm not a good judge of rap. Maybe it's good rap. Maybe it's bad rap. It must be good if they're trying to get them on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But I don't. I'm not a good judge of that. So I'm. Not so are they like the considered the uh, makers or the beginners of rap? Is that why they're making it? I mean, I don't think so. Originators? I don't think so. Oh, I don't know then. I don't even think they're that old. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know then. And then I listened to Kate Bush. And my comment I put next to it was not good. <laughs> Derek is not a fan. But I love Cheryl Crow. I have to honestly admit. I think she's great. Missy Elliott was a rapper. Yes. Um, Joy Division. Uh, I have my notes right there, if you can look. Suck balls. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't make it, though. I don't think. Cindy Lauper, you know, she's cool, um, but she ain't rock, and she didn't make it. But I liked her. And they had George Michaels, Willie Nelson, Regents Machine, Soundgarden, The Spinners, The White Stripes, and Warren and Ziva. I have to say, I like The Spinners. It's funny because when he had first talked about this, he was like, the spinners, the spinners. And then he comes in one day. So I listened to some of the spinners. I see why they're um, being, you know, looked at as put in the Hall of Fame. So, I mean, there's a lot of people I'd still put in before them. But, I mean, they were all right. Yeah. You know, you yeah, they were to, early rock. You listen to your song, you could dance to it. Um, it has good feels. Um, I don't know. I just like it. But we all know the Rock Hall of Fame's a joke. And I don't think I want to give it any more of my time. <laughs> At least this year. <laughs> Next time the, the nominations come up, we'll talk about it again like usual. I didn't even watch it. it I have HBO. It was on there. I saw it. I usually put it on the checklist for me to watch later. And I didn't. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame does not care. <laughs> the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame can do what I think a Joy Division. What's that say? It says suck balls. Oh, okay. And they might as well suck balls. And they should start with uh, um, the lead singer from Bad Company for fucking them over so long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I was uh, listening to Howard Stern. No, again? And, uh, I think you're addicted. He brought this thing up, and I just thought it was kind of funny. Um, you know the song Layla? Yes. Okay, so you know Rita Coolidge. Oh, yeah. So she wrote this piano part to Layla, if you know, if you know the piano part. And she wrote a new song, a song to it. Mm -hmm. And then her and the guy who she wrote it with, 
who was um he was the drummer for Derek and the Dominoes. Yep. And I forgot his name. I must have wrote it down somewhere here. Um, but anyway, he took it and stole it and gave it to Eric Clapton to use for Derek and the Dominoes. So her song never really made it. But it was interesting because I found the song. Oh, you did? I did. And uh, maybe later up, I'll cue it up and have you listen to it. I could do it right now, but, you know, I don't really want to right this second. But I will bring it up. And uh, But anyway, the guy who she was uh, married to, his name was, or not married to, but the guy she was with, his name was Jim Gordon. And uh, he was the drummer for Dirk and the Dominoes. And he ended up going to prison because he killed his mother. Right. In a psychotic rage. Right. Yeah, so he was kind of messed up in the head. But he died just recently, March 13th, 1923, at age 77. Uh, 2023. What did I say? 1923. Ah, I said that. <laughs> I do that a lot. I'm like, damn, you died 100 years ago? You're just now bringing it up? And I've been doing that a lot lately, saying 19-something. Oh. 19 in 1923, 1922, Damon, or whatever. Derek's brain is stuck in uh, 25 years ago. I mean, that's where I want to be. <laughs> this new world sucks, in my opinion. Yeah. And I call it a new world. You know? You remember at work one day, um, I remember who we were talking to, but you brought up the point about uh, uh, something about uh, Foo Fighters and you said well Eric's favorite band Foo Fighters yeah and I said no 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 they're not my favorite band and you're like what I said no my favorite band's Van Halen there you go right well after I read uh, Dave Grohl's book called Storyteller yeah it's now Foo Fighters for sure he, they moved above uh, Van Halen Dave is just after reading that book it's just amazing really yes I was yes totally changed they went from number two to number one. So that's weird how that changed your opinion of your favorite band. I mean, well, I got some insight into some of the songs, what he wrote and why he wrote that type of thing. You know, so that helps. So it is the music still. Oh yeah. I mean, or did you learn something about Dave Grohl that made you just like him more? Oh, I did that too. Yeah, some of the stuff he does for people is just amazing, and he's been doing it his whole life. He seems like a cool dude. Yeah, it's not like it was something he started doing when he was famous. He was doing shit for people his whole life. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. And he seems humble. He plays with all these, all his heroes. And you could tell he's like, I can't believe I'm playing with Paul McCartney. I can't believe I'm playing with Steven Tyler. I can't, you know what I mean? Playing with Rush. Yeah, I can't believe I'm on the same stage with Rush and I'm playing Neil Peart right now. He sure did a good job doing that. Oh, yeah. He, he does everything. He does Neil, everything. Neil Peart was a professor, man. He's the man. He's the man. So, yeah, my new favorite group is officially the Foo Fighters. Although, I think if you look at my playlist, I still have more Van Halen songs than I do Foo Fighters songs. Well, since you mentioned Van Halen, yeah. um, remember back in, uh, I don't know, that's probably four or five months ago. Not even that. Maybe three or four. Maybe two. Maybe anyway. Two. <laughs> so, Eddie Van Halen, he sold his guitar. Remember right. his guitars? It was like for, um, four cool. Four uh, million dollars. Right. Wasn't it? It was way more than I thought a guitar should go for, but yes. Yeah. 
Four million dollars. That's crazy. People will spend a lot of money for collectibles for things they really want. So I've That's narrowed amazing. down since you mentioned Van Halen, my favorite song. A Van Halen? Yeah. Oh. Because they somebody put the best list. Oh, it was um the uh best list by uh now I forget. I should write that shit down. Because if I'm gonna use it, I should write it down and give them credit. There's their shitty credit, and that's what I'm going to call it. Maybe I didn't round down because I didn't want to give them credit because I thought their choices were shitty. <laughs> okay, so anyway, they played like the list of best Van Halen songs, and they put Chinatown, Panama, Finish What You Started, Unchained, Running With The Devil, Pound Cake, Ain't Talking About Love, Mean Street, Everybody Wants Some, and Hot For Teacher. It's a good list. Yeah, I think it's a good list. So I compiled my own, but I had to separate them. With uh, David and Sam. Oh, okay. Okay. And so David, I put Woman in Love, Little Dreamer, Simple Rhyme, Take Your Whiskey at Home, and Feel Your Love Tonight. And of course, Eddie Van Halen's Eruptions. Because that's such a great guitar solo that he keeps, that it, when he was alive, he kept adding on to and and just every time it was live, you'd see a different version of it. Yeah. And he would do something different in it, and it was longer, and it was better. And he's yeah. just was amazing. Yeah, definitely. Nobody would be like him. So the Sammy songs, I got Pound Cake, Hot Summer Nights, Finish What You Started, 5150, and Cabo Wabo. So um, just a quick, by looking at this, your Sammy songs are uh, five of the more popular songs that he did with them, while your Dave songs are not the most popular songs that they did, which I find interesting. Yeah, because honestly, I haven't got sick of these Sammy Hagar songs, but a lot of the other Van Halen songs okay. were overplayed <laughs> on, um, you know, like 92 and right. our classic rock stations. Right. So Running just, with the Devil, got, for instance, I'm just saying. You know. I, I mean, that's why I don't put none of these songs down that you said the first list was a good list. I right. mean, hell yeah, Hot for Teacher is one of the best songs. Of course it is. Um, Running with the Devil is. Of course it is. I mean, all that, you're right, that list was great. But in my list, I've burned out on a lot of those. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So um, I made my list of what I like to hear now when I'm listening to it. It's probably on my list. You know, you have a lot of lists. You know, life is about lists. <laughs> I've noticed, and everybody's got their fucking list. You know. Yeah, my list has a countdown sheet on it. Countdown sheet. Yeah, six years and two months till I retire. <laughs> <laughs> That's something to look forward to, buddy. I mean, really. You know. Uh, the wife has. I think just under four now. That must be nice. Yeah, yeah. She's actually working on three here next February. Then what are you guys going to do? Uh, well, after doing this traveling overseas, it's kind of changed our outlook on things. But the plan is still, I think, we're going to travel North America. Hook up a trailer to the truck and just take off and go see everything we can see. That's awesome. That's the plan. Don't go to South America. Jeez. No, I said we're going to go to North America. I know. Never, <laughs> Canada, we want to do Canada. Never go to South America. Uh, and then when you get to different parts of the country, not just see the natural beauty things, but maybe go to a, a certain venue to watch a concert or a, 
a venue to watch a football game or a baseball game or whatever it is, things like that. You know, like, okay, if we're in Chicago, we got to go to Wrigley Field to watch a Cubs game or that type of thing. So that'd be neat. Yeah. yeah you got to check out stuff like that when you go places, you know? Yeah. But also not that we have to get it all done the first time we're there because we plan on doing this while we retire. So I plan on being alive longer. So I'm not going to probably hit the Chicago area once. We may hit around Chicago three, four times to hit all the different things that are out there. So I don't have to worry about rushing to get it done because I may never be back here again type thing. Right. So the thought was in the summertime, we hit the northern part of North America. Wintertime, it's more southern part of North America. Or we come back and kind of hang out at a, a house we have somewhere for a couple months and just rest before we take off again. So You know, that sounds like something I'd like to do, honestly. That sounds like fun. I mean, I would love to check out all the shit in the United States that I haven't never looked. You know, never There's seen. a lot of stuff. Yeah, there is. I hear about more all the time too. So. Oh yeah, I mean, you hear about the you know the main stuff, you know, Grand Canyon and <coughs> you know Utah and there's a lot of neat stuff, but uh, there's a lot more than just that. I mean, even in this state of Oregon. There's so much stuff. I mean, have you ever explored everywhere in Oregon? Not everywhere, but pretty close. How about Washington? Not all of Washington. But we're working on that one now, too. So since we got the trailer, we go all, all up and down Oregon and Washington. You know, I like uh, venturing it along the coastline. Yeah. You know, and, and, and get to different towns that way. We're having a hard time this year uh, getting reservations in uh Camping trailer parks uh, along the beach. Every time we try to reserve, they're full. Already, huh? Yeah, we haven't been able to at all this year. So I'm saying already. Summer's halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> already. Well, that sucks. Oh well. There's too many people. Uh, when when COVID hit, a lot of people started doing things differently, and I think a lot of people went into the trailer camping thing. Because you can go camping still with your trailer and be kind of you can keep away from people that way. Right. So and then they kind of found out they like that. So. So it's a living situation. Yeah. So, no, that's fine. Yeah, we're taking them camping places. <laughs> Assholes. Oh, so we were talking about uh, Van Halen, right? Yes, so sir. I'm going to stay on the Van Halen theme right now. Something I just found out. Wolf Wolfgang. Wolfgang. Blah, blah, blah. Wolfie Van Halen <laughs> recently stated that if you need a laptop with 60 stems running to play your show, it's not a show. You're miming it. Thank you, Wolfie. You are so right. Uh, he is not a fan of backing tracks at all. And I've been hearing a lot of a lot of bands that are using these. Like he says if you're using that to replace core tracks, that's just dumb. Dumb. He says he understands somewhat if you're making a song a little, little bit better by throwing a little something into the background. But if you're using it for the drums for that song or using it for the lead guitar or whatever for that song, that's stupid. Yeah. If you've got players to go play it, get them out there and play it. I agree. And yeah. coming from him, he does everything. Kind of like Dave Grohl. He does everything. His last two albums, all the tracks, all the produ production, everything was done by him. Yeah, he's amazing. At 5150. Yeah. Yeah, it just, he does everything. His dad just taught him everything, and he soaked it up like a sponge. He did. So he's naturally talented. Yep. Yep, he is. So I thought that was cool because I know you've talked about how, or we've had stuff about, uh, was it 
Motley Crue back backing tracks on tour, that type of thing. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of bands that been coming out like that. Motley Crue and Kiss. Kiss, that was another one too. Especially after I think Gene Simmons made some negative comments about that a couple years back. Right. And then we find out they've been doing it. I don't respect that either. And you know what? Motley Crue is charging an arm and a leg, and so is Kiss. I mean, so if they can't play live, you should be retired. You know, um, I agree. I understand that sometimes you might have something in the album that might just you might want to use just for a second or maybe a sound effect or something like right. that. But I mean, that's about it. I mean, and if you can't replicate, then hire somebody to play it there. I mean, are you too cheap to hire somebody? You know, other bands do it all the time. You know, I see Eddie Van Halen. He was playing piano at the beginning. And then when he went to guitar, he had a, a bald guy come in and play the piano. I was wondering that when his album came out years ago and he was doing the uh, the keyboards and then guitars start playing. I'm like, OK, I understand how you're doing that in the studio. But how are you going to do that live? You right. have to have somebody else play something and it's not going to be someone else playing the guitar. I can tell you that Eddie's not going to be giving up the guitar to somebody else. Absolutely. So someone else is going to have to play the keyboards. And who can do it anyway? I mean, not many people. That's what he learned on us to begin with, keyboards. I like keyboards. And he actually was the drummer first before... Uh, That's right. Yeah. And then they switched. They realized uh, one was better. Alex was better at the drums, and he was better at guitar, which both proved correct. And we've talked before. Alex is a machine on the drums, and um, he's kind of an underrated drummer. He's really not mentioned in the top lists. Like, nope. he probably should be. Yeah, he's on my list. He's on my he just came out, actually, uh, social media, because he hasn't really said much since Eddie died to anybody about anything. So he's starting to come out of his shell, so to speak, and he started posting pictures of him with uh, uh, family members and whatnot. So he's starting to come out of his shell and make make noise again. We'll see if he does anything. Well, you know, he's got to do music. Well, that's what people keep saying. Does this mean, okay, he's going to just go out and do something musically for, you know, whatever? I mean, that's what he does, you know? Yeah. I mean, he probably took him a while to figure out what he wanted to do after Van Halen died, Eddie. And um, it must have been hard for him. It probably took him a while to even get through that. And then where do you go on from here? Well, think about it. They were like hooked at the hip ever since they were little tiny kids. Right. They did everything together. Yep. And you know they were close. Yeah. Even when they got, because they talked about it in several of the books I read, Eddie and, and Alex would, would fight. Really bad, bad fights sometimes. But they always, next day they're great. Because they're brothers. That's what brothers do. <laughs> they do, don't they? Yeah, they get in fist fights even. Next but day they're hugging. But at least they stay hug. I mean, they hug. I mean, there's a lot of brothers who, you know, bands ruin their relationship forever. Yeah. For like the Gallagher brothers from Oasis, they hate each other. And then um, maybe Creedence Clearwater Revival, that's a known case of. Uh, John Fogarty and um, Tom. Yep. So I mean, that happens. The Black Crows. I mean, they used to fight all the time. Him and his brother. The brother's a guitar player. You know, I'm the singer and the guitar player. Yep. Yep. So, I love Chris Robinson's voice. He's great. And have you anybody ever seen uh, the Black Crows with Jimmy Page? 
That is so badass. I, mean, I haven't seen it. I got, I've heard some of the music. I've got some on my list. Oh, yeah. me too. And, and they sing Zeppelin song. Yeah, they sing Zeppelin song. And yeah. he, he doesn't try to be like Robert Plant. No. He does it his own way. And quite frankly, you know, since I've heard Zeppelin so much <laughs> and, and, you know, Robert Plant ain't around with his voice to do it anymore. I guess he's around, but he, his voice can't really do it. It was nice to hear Chris Robinson do it. Robinson, excuse me. Seems like Jimmy Page enjoys doing it with him too. Yeah, I mean, that I mean, Robert Plant don't want anything to do with that. No. So if Jimmy Page wants to like tour, he should just goes um, Jimmy Page with special singer. He should just always get a singer, right? Uh, just a, a singer to tour with and instead of sing Zeppelin songs and they can do it their way. That'd be neat. I would love that. I mean, there's lots to choose from. Sammy Hagar, can you imagine? Uh, Miles Kennedy, you know. Imagine could be interesting, yeah, yeah, definitely be awesome. David Coverdale probably couldn't do it anymore, but in the day, he would have been a great one. So, he's done now, right? He's not. I heard he had some health issues and they had to cancel a bunch of stuff and they weren't sure what was going to happen. No, I don't really know much about that. Yeah, they were going to do a Vegas thing, I think, and that got canceled. He's old and um, he's always seemed old to me, like when I was young, you know. He seemed old, like, like you know, you looked at Motley Crue and then you looked at David Coverdale, you know. It's like, wow, you could tell that David Coverdale's been around a while more than Motley Crue. Yeah. You know, because he was a Deep Purple. Oh, that's right, yeah. So he was around a while. But he sure was a great, is great. I mean, he had a great voice. I love one. He's one of my favorite voices, you know. So what do you think, my friend? We've been talking quite a bit already. Well, let's shut this one down. And more than likely, we'll do another one here at some point. It was sure nice shooting the shit. I got to pee, too. He's got to go pee. And let me tell you something. When old people got to go pee, they got to go pee. <laughs> they can't hold it like he used to at all. That's right. I tried to grab it and plug it with my thumb. <laughs> with your thumb <laughs> like this <laughs> <laughs> he just gave me a visual uh, imagine me running around <laughs> the grocery store you know the grocery store that's right he'd be a security be getting called we got a, a loony guy back in the in the uh, vegetable aisle <laughs> i just want to say one more thing i noticed on our page we're getting a lot more people on there and I just want to thank you guys for coming to our page. And I hope you guys listen to our show. Um, we just appreciate you guys. Just wanted to let you know. We love you. All right. We're done for today. Peace. Bye. Yeah, you got it. Oh, Maybe you don't got it. We are back for another lively episode. Very lively, I might add. Two lively old men who don't know what the fuck they're doing. And never will, and we don't care because that's the way we'd love to be. Or we don't know any better. Yep, we're just confused. <laughs> that's for sure. Yep, we were born confused. <laughs> go home now. Well, <laughs> Eric thinks he can go home just because... He just now posted our recent podcast, which was, what, a week ago? Yeah, it's supposed to be on Monday. And well, he I posted it to my, my page. Yeah, he posted to his page, but not our two lively old men page where it's supposed to go.
Well, you know, I'm an old man and a dumbass, so. Gosh, damn, he's really good at promoting us and getting us going. I'm telling you, man. Promote this right here. Woo-woo! Ooh. <laughs> what is that? Big Black Johnson. Oh, that looks like a, like a. Uh, Except I'm not black. black. Looks like a grain of rice. It's not a little smoky. <laughs> little chubby. Little chubby. <laughs> That's a chode. <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you for to everybody who's listening. Um, we're trying to get these things out here on a normal basis so everybody can enjoy them and listen to them on their own time. And we wish more people would listen and tell your friends to listen because we like and enjoy doing this stuff. And I just wanted to say we love y'all and thanks for listening. And We've been putting these out every Mondays. Um, we're going to start doing it, I think, on Wednesdays. It helps with our editing process. So it, it's going to change a little bit. They'll still be out there for anybody else to do whatever the hell they want. Exactly. Sometimes it takes a few days for us to figure out the editing. Yeah, we're not we're, as smart as people think we are. Yeah, and we're lazy, too. <laughs> and, and add the lazy word to it. I think it's just more lazy. We're, we're smarter than people think we are, actually. But um, we didn't want to brag about it, you know. But anyway, thank you to everybody who listens. All five of you. Yep, thank you. Peace. Peace. Well, you ought to be able to see if it's moving right there. So it's catching us. See? But is it catching us good? But I guess it doesn't matter because I can always turn. See the, you can always adjust the volume even if it's quiet. And turn can you it pull up. a little bit closer? Because a little bit makes a big difference. Uh, we can scoot a little closer too. You know, we can move this table up or just a hair. There. Yeah, here we go. Well, I don't, I'm not worried about them hearing my voice, Derek. Well, you should be. Are you such a big mouth motherfucker? Your oh. voice is much quieter than mine. Quieter. The tone or something. I've always, but I, everybody's told me all my life I got a loud voice. So, if I squeezed your balls, your your tone would get really. I would get really high. You'd be Michael Jackson. Woohoo! Look how that picked that up. I think we should listen to it real quick, just to make sure. Thing, so. Oh yeah, like what? Remember I told you I read that book about Eddie Trunks, is Essential Hard Rock and Heavy Metal? Yeah. And all the little wondering if people knew. I got a list of a whole bunch of things here that, did you know about this person or that band oh, or whatever? right on. Got some more things I hate, you know. Is it Trunk, Eddie Trunk? What'd I say? Isn't it, uh, you, that's what you said, I think that's okay. right, right? Yeah, it's Eddie Trunk. I thought maybe I said something different. You think he's got junk in his trunk? It doesn't matter. He gets to see everybody that knows anything, that's for sure, and it's anybody. Well, if he's got junk in his trunk, that means, uh, you know, I really don't know. Like, Jennifer Lopez got junk in her trunk. Yeah, but I like her junk. Yeah, you don't like uh, Eddie Trunk's junk? Uh, I doubt it. His I like junk, Eddie Trunk, though. His junk? Is yeah. Di- his, his junk is different than his trunk. Yes. <laughs> All right, everybody. That was an outtake. Later. It's doing what? So hey, Eric. It's fucking recording. How you doing today, Eric? I'm a little uh out of sorts. Are you? Yeah. Well, you know what? You're gonna get back into sorts. Oh no, I'll get there. Don't worry. You know why? I, br- I brought my go-go juice. You know why? Vanilla latte. You why? Know why? Why? Tell me why. Hair pie. Ooh, hair pie. <laughs> you know what? 
Chicken butt. Yes, I was going to say that. Woohoo! My wife always says that. Guess what? Chicken butt. I was going to say that. <laughs> Man, I fucking read my goddamn mind. I just cannot believe how good you read my mind. Oh, I also have songs that mention or talk about masturbation as well. Oh, cool. <laughs> Look, I've noticed Green Day likes that a lot. <laughs> I'm not sure. Green Day? Yeah, I'm not sure why. I've noticed there's several songs that have something to do with masturbation. Green Day's involved. I love Green Day. That's my son Tyler's favorite band. Remember when uh, uh, George Bush came out and there was like, you were an American idiot? Yes. I love I love that song. You too. Yeah. You know, we can talk about it. And I have a couple more things I hate on here too. And then I have a whole bunch of list of words and phrases wondering. Let's see how when we're sitting, how it picks up. Sit back here, like right here. Ah, good shit. Yeah. Oh. We're not posting this. No, it's a good clip. <laughs> He's faking it, ladies and gentlemen. He's faking it. Does that sound like a fake one to you? So I told her I'm faking it. <laughs> well, Eric, I'm waiting for my packs to fucking get hot enough. And then, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> you do suck. Now, if anybody don't know what a pax is, that's your problem, because I'm not going to tell you. But Anybody that knows Derek can figure it out by him just saying that. <laughs> but I love this machine. This machine is beautiful, and it tur just turned green, so excuse me a second. I'm a clean machine. I need my motor clean. Well, you could tell right there what the PAX is after you heard that. <laughs> Wanna play with my ween? It's the biggest you've ever seen. There's a, a, a talk show, sports talk show I listen to on my drive home from work quite often. And the two guys I listen to are hilarious. And when they talk about anything that has to do with a guy's penis, yeah. they call it a ween. That's, a ween. That's, that's their word. The guy was showing his ween, and that's why he got fired. And <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't Justin Bieber have a song called I'll Suck Your Ween? I think you told me about that. <laughs> yes. I'll suck your ween. <laughs> that's fucked up. Pretty creative, though, Justin. But I thought you said it really didn't mean that. It meant something else. Uh, somebody just parried it and something else. It says oh. something else and somebody just... Oh, that's right. That's what it was. It was a parody thing. Yeah. Do you think Justin Bieber belongs in the Rock Hall of Fame? 